the Nintendo Direct just happened. They're dropping a bunch of games, and we got information about the Nintendo Switch 2 and the next Xbox and PlayStation. Stay tuned. Just because gaming. My name is Michael. And I'm Ray, and thanks for joining us today. Having watched the Nintendo Direct, uh, the first game that they showed, and as was no surprise, because Xbox said that they were going to be releasing their games on their exclusive games, such as Grounded, on other consoles. And I believe it's coming to PS5 as well as, obviously, Nintendo Switch, which I think will be a perfect game for uh, Nintendo Switch. And it'll really grow that community. Such a small team and passion project that Grounded was. Nobody expected it to be as huge as it turned out to be. Um, I haven't yet myself gotten into playing it, but it's one of those ones I kind of really want to try out. It just looks entertaining. And they've got a, yeah. now it's completed because the first time I saw it, it was still in game preview. Now that it's completed and released everywhere, it'll be cool to play. And especially if there's, I believe, it, yes, there is cross play in this game. So, you know. Mike, if you were playing on your PS5 and I was playing on my Xbox, or you could have your daughter join us in there and play on the PS5 while you were on the Xbox, and we could all play together. It'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because every time I see those uh, trailers and the gameplay videos, it gives such Honey, I Shrunk the Kids vibes. Right. And, I mean, it looks fun, though, because oh, I've, yeah. played, I've played games similar to that, like um, for PlayStation players uh they've got this game called little big planet which is very similar except you play as this little like yarn or like little i don't know like stuffed animal kind of characters and it's really fun though um but uh yeah it definitely gives those honey i shrunk the kids vibes but it looks really fun and uh you know i i felt bad because when you recall the xbox direct they didn't mention which games it was going to be and then here comes Nintendo being like, oh, yeah, these are the games. This is one of the games that Xbox is giving us. So it's like they kind of took the wind out of their sails, you know? Well, I mean, I think Xbox, you know, even um, head of Xbox had said, we don't want to announce what games are going to be because we want to give our partners a chance to announce that. And then, like, literally, what is it, a week later they announce it? <laughs> I just so It wasn't like it was a long wait. Yeah. I just, I just think it was funny that uh, that Xbox was like, "Well, we're not going to announce it. We want the we want the game developers to announce it." But Nintendo's like, "We'll announce it, <laughs> sure, but sure, and why not?" And that's what they were probably waiting for—is just that extra week. And that's not yeah. the only game, of course, as we all suspected. Pentiment also releasing on the Nintendo Switch. I'm not sure that that one's coming to the PS5 yet, but I imagine it will eventually if it isn't listed on there yet. Yeah, we'll see that one everywhere. And that's that's an interesting game. It's not going to be for everybody, but it's it's not bad. I've played a little of that one. Yeah, it's funny because one of the other games that really stood out to me, um, it's not one that's developed by Xbox and it's going to be shared. It's it's one of the third party ones, but it's going to be everywhere. Is uh, and we talked about this a little bit. Is uh, South Park Snow Day? Because if you've played the first two South Parks. Uh, 
they're very raunchy and to oh, they're very it, South Park. <laughs> yeah. So to see that Nintendo Switch is getting this game on day one, like I really want to play it and see if it's watered down. Like if they, you know, say they gonna censor things and put like a black bar over stuff, and <laughs> or if they just reword stuff to like fudge instead of the f word or shoot, you know, stuff like that, and and if they just uh, you know re animate certain things you know <laughs> like certain body parts and stuff like that or you know, if this so game of, just isn't as you know adult oriented as their pa- first two were because the first two were very much adult <laughs> yeah yeah some of those achievements so, were just like i'm not sure i want to get this achievement <laughs> <laughs> so like but but like one thing would be like if Let's say there's a side story, like one of the games, where you're going through someone's butthole, where you're shrunk <laughs> down and you're going through someone's butthole. Like, it, for the Nintendo Switch, are they going to, like, re-animate uh, that to be like, oh, we're going through this dangerous cave, you know? Yeah, like, I don't think they're going to do that. You know, I think it's, are they going to water down Call of Duty when, if they can actually manage to bring that to a Switch? Because, oh, there's no actual blood. When you shoot them, it's like little blue spurts, you know? <laughs> We're shooting them with Nerf guns, not real guns. We're gonna we're gonna do that. <laughs> I think they need some adult content for the Switch because, I mean, if you look at most of the Nintendo release games, I'm very comfortable with my kids playing the majority of those games. Yeah, you but know? your kids are older though. Okay, my grandkids. <laughs> hey, my oldest granddaughter, who's five, her parents have a Nintendo Switch, and she she's looking forward to this Princess Peach game that's coming out. So she's all excited about it. it comes out, I think, next month. And she's very excited about that. She's even got a T-shirt. I'm like, <laughs> sure, sure. She's excited <laughs> about it. And she has a T-shirt. You know it's in your closet. No. You no. know you got a Princess Peach shirt. They don't make them in my size. I looked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was going to get you one too, you know. Hey, I'd rock it. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> it's hot pink and everything. You'd have loved it. <laughs> right. Another game that I saw that looked interesting to me was uh, Endless Ocean Luminous. And that one there is a, it looked more like a relaxing kind of game where you're just, you're diving and you're swimming around in the ocean. You're a diver. You can have up to 30 other people playing online with you at the same time. They're supposed to have, you know, real creatures. Uh, extinct creatures and even mythological creatures that you can come across while diving. And it just is a game of exploration and look very relaxing and fun. Kind of similar to uh, what was the other it was one on Xbox game pass we played. And I said the name of it earlier and I can't think of it now. Oh, um, <laughs> Nautica. Subnautica. Isn't that what it was? I think so. We're, we're basically yeah. just a diver swimming around doing a few puzzles and things, yeah. but it was pretty cool. Only this looks more realistic. But for the Nintendo Switch, that's pretty much the things that I saw that were most interesting. Some of the, I don't know, I'm not into the Mario games and all that stuff anymore. I just don't play the kiddier games or the platformers. And, you know, they're just not my style of game. But for people who love those games, they had some good stuff for you. One of the things that was kind of interesting to me is that uh, Nintendo Switch is trying to get into the remastering market because they have the uh, Mickey, the Epic Mickey game, which is remastered. And um, 
the Star Wars Battlefront collection, which is basically just remastered Star Wars Battlefront. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Those are good games. Star Wars Battlefront's awesome. And Epic Mickey, if you haven't played it, it's actually really fun. Um, But yeah, it's just interesting to see that they're wanting to bring these like classics back up with the Nintendo Switch. So that's, that's really cool. Of course, like everything Nintendo, you have to repurchase the game, I'm sure. Oh, well, I mean, that, that's it with any game. No one's, uh, no one's going to give you a, a lot of stuff. Game. Is, how many times did you have to repurchase Mario every time they came out with a new system? Oh, well. <laughs> Speaking of having to buy games every time you know they release a new console, uh, one of the updates that Nintendo Switch has... Now, this isn't from the developer direct, but I just wanted to throw this in there. Um, there was an update to the Nintendo Switch to where if you had the, so Ray, with the Nintendo Switch, they have these shop things where you can get the Nintendo 64 collection and the Super Nintendo collection, the Nintendo Classic collection. Well, the update that they recently did expanded the games that were in there. So um, I don't recall all of them because it was a massive update, but, and I have actually the, classic Nintendo collection and the classic super Nintendo collection and the classic uh, Nintendo 64 collection. And they basically just added more games to that. So yes, in that sense, those games are free. You do. I think it's that you have to pay for the collection for the Nintendo 64 collection. And it might be like 20 or 30 bucks, but you get all these games. Yeah. And so instead for of me, buying I was like, each game individually, you can buy the collection and have yeah. five, yeah. six, eight games, whatever's in the collection. Exactly. And all again, <laughs> I'm 90% sure that's the case and not the way you're explaining it, but I <laughs> don't recall exactly because I got it and I played a lot of the like classic retro games and then I kind of put it down for ever. But yeah. um, it's, it's just nice to know because um, I'll every blue moon, I'll turn on the switch and play classic NES and I'll play like Mario two or Mario three with uh, my oldest daughter who's nine and it's fun, you know, but I mean, lately, yeah, she's been on the Xbox and PlayStation train. So, (laughs) but no, I got the switch for you so I could play on the other systems. (laughs) One of the other really cool things that was in this Nintendo direct is they mentioned a lot of games that are coming out that are actually from animes, including uh, Gundam Wing is making a game, uh, Sword Art Online is making a game, and Demon Slayer is making a game. And to be honest, they all look pretty cool. Um, The only one that isn't exactly like a standalone game is the uh, Gundam game. It was called Gundam Breaker 4. So they they have had Gundam Breaker games before, but it's it's not like if you've played the Gundam Wing games before, it's it's not like that. Gundam Breaker is kind of like its own separate entity, but it still is in is within the Gundam Wing universe. It's just not like the older Gundam Wing games. But <laughs> all in all, if you like those animes, they're awesome. These these games do look really cool. I couldn't really get on board with the Gundam Breaker four, but I mean, obviously, if this is their fourth entry, then they're doing something right. But yep, yeah, something that's, people that's... like. One of the other games that was really interesting is this game, Arranger. It's called Arranger, a role-puzzling game instead of RPG role-playing. It's role-puzzling game. And 
the interesting thing about it is it takes kind of a similar idea as that game. I think it was super hot where yeah. they move where only when they you move, move, but you didn't or vice versa. No. I don't remember. Yeah. Every time you get to move, they move. And yeah. it's kind of like that. Only the world moves around your, with your person moving. Yeah. Right. And yeah. with this, the only difference is it's, it's hard to explain this, but it's like the floors all move in directions. So like there's some areas of the floor that move right, some that go up, left, down, etc. And when you move on the floor, the enemies can move too. So it's definitely a puzzle game in the same sense as super hot where they can only move when you move, but there's also the specific movements that you have to pay attention to. And that kind of stuff just like really like melts my brain. I'm like, Oh God, that's, that's a lot of stuff to, to, you know, take into consideration when playing a game. Like I can barely play Fortnite. So that's, that's just impressive that, you know, you, it's a turn-based game kind of, and it's a puzzle game kind of, and like that, that's just too much stuff for my simple (laughs) Neanderthal brain to comprehend that. That's why I'm so terrible at Fortnite. It's like, okay, I got to shoot and I got to build houses and I got to break stuff down and get loot. That that's just too much. I just want simple (laughs) games. I'm, I'm a simple person. Give me simple games. No doubt. Yeah. That's, that's one's not up my alley either. (laughs) Um, Another thing that I've heard about the Nintendo Switch is they are definitely working on a Switch 2 console, or not that'll be the actual name of it or whatnot. We haven't really heard that designate yet. But the rumor is that it has been pushed off by a year. So we're looking at 2025, most likely, before it comes out. Probably holiday of that, I would assume. And then, of course, you've got your your PS5, PS5 Pro they're talking about possibly coming out again. This is just a rumor. I haven't heard any confirmations on this yet, but it seems kind of likely that they're going to have some kind of a refresh coming up here. Mid generation. Yeah. And although I- Xbox isn't supposed to have a necessarily a mid generation, like a big boosted console, like they did with the, uh, the Xbox one X, this one's going to be a digital version of the series X and it's supposed to come all in white. And that one, I think is. It's still in the rumor, but it's almost pretty much confirmed. And then there's talk of a new um, controller coming out with like the haptic feedback and some of the other things that, you know, have shown up on like, say, the PlayStation. It's supposed to have like, I think somebody mentioned it might have removable, like the joystick, so you could replace them if you got stick drift or something like that. Not that I get a lot of that with my controllers until they get pretty worn. (laughs) Yeah. And I haven't had that problem at all with an Elite controller, so. So the thing is for me, when it comes to the elite controllers, I kind of have something similar to stick drift where it's like snapback. So it's like when I, when I use the controller and I am going left and I let go of the joystick, it like snaps back and goes to the right a little bit. Like it's a little too aggressive. So like if I'm doing a driving game and I'm turning left and I let go of the uh, joystick. It'll pull me to the right a little bit for a second. Well, and don't let go of the joystick. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that all I got to do? Thanks. That's coach. all you got to do, man. <laughs> Thanks. Ease coach. it over. It. Don't, don't let it go. Ease it over. Come on. It's a driving game. <laughs> but that's just an example, but yeah, um, bad example, what, I'm, bad example. 
What I'm kind of wondering is if that's going to be the case for Xbox. Like for PlayStation, I get it because they've done that repeatedly where they have like a slim and a pro. Um, and I, I definitely see that for the PlayStation. Um, even though we've heard a lot of hype about the PlayStation 6 and we've reported on hype about the PlayStation 6, <laughs> I think their next thing will be the PlayStation 5 Pro and PlayStation 5 Slim. And, um, you know, I, actually, I think they already have the PlayStation 5 Slim. So, yeah, there is that. But uh, for the PlayStation 5 Pro, I know they've definitely um, hinted at a lot of that. And I think that's probably going to be um, talked about more and probably released next year. Um, although I definitely think they have the PS6 in their back pocket. They probably oh, already. What's it's that? coming, definitely. But I think yeah. it's if they're going to release a Pro version now, you know, in order to maximize the sales they can get on that Pro. They're going to push the six off to at least two to three years, just like the Xboxes. The next Xbox version will probably be another two to three. I'm thinking at least three years out. Well, but I mean, so, that's, that's not unreasonable. You're looking at 2027, 2028 at the latest to the next Xbox comes out and probably PlayStation about the same time, I would think. So I don't think that's going to be the same case for Xbox because um, when you look at how they've done their releases, they didn't really call it like a mid cycle refresh. Like when they did the Xbox one and then they had the Xbox one X, the Xbox one X wasn't really a refresh. It was actually supposed to replace the Xbox one. So, well, yeah, because the Xbox one was so underpowered, they kind of needed yeah. to make the Xbox one X in order to have a system that was powered up enough to compete with PlayStation. But if you look at those time spans between the Xbox one and the Xbox one X and the Xbox one series X, uh, you know, if you look at just Xbox one to Xbox series X, yeah, it's like almost a 10 year time span. But if you take into consideration that that Xbox one X was in the middle of that, then it makes five, like four or five year intervals, which would mean 2024, 2025 would be the next year for something. So yeah, but I don't expect them to be quite on the same cycle as they were because with the chip short, chip shortage and then the COVID and all these things, it kind of slowed down that progression that normally hmm. would take place. I mean, you've got some of these people who would normally be working on this console, having to work out of their home during COVID. That had to slow down progress a lot. I think that's going to get pushed. It's going to push back the release. Instead of it being a five-year to six-year release date, you're probably looking at eight or nine years. It's just to adjust for those the timing and development that it takes because that those events in life have gotten in the way. One of the things that I've uh, noticed before mm -hmm. and have seen online is an article, well, more than one article, but articles talking about the possibility of a mobile, and I know everyone talks about this because Xbox oh, is the handheld one that hasn't Xbox, done it, yes. but a mobile console, because of course PlayStation had the uh, the PS Vita and the other one. I can't remember the, the name of it. Uh, PSP. Yeah, the PSP, yeah, PSP and the PS Vita. So, and those I, are really, really good machines. Yeah, they were fun, but they were just... Time. Yeah, they were they were really fun. I had both of them. 
but they just weren't really supported by PlayStation and by the game developers. They didn't really care about them. So yeah. I'm kind of curious since uh, the Nintendo switch has had such massive success. I'm kind of curious if maybe Microsoft's finally trying to dip their toe in the water. Cause that would be something interesting. Well, that is just so many other things. There's a steam deck and there's what yeah. the, the ROG, the ROG that also yeah. you can play Xbox games on that game pass will play on that or whatever. Well, yeah, but that's just game. It's, pass, a, though. it's a good market. I think for it. I mean, I would probably buy one if I could, as long as it had enough power that I wasn't, you know, constantly fighting with trying to like, if you've ever tried to play on your phone, a game pass game and yeah. sometimes it works really well. Sometimes sort of well, I've had better experiences with it than I thought I would, but, and it's good for playing like say a single player game or something that's easy to, you're not worried so much about lag, like in a multiplayer, you couldn't play call of duty on your phone. You just can't, <laughs> it's not going to do well. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I would totally be interested to see if they do that. Like, if they do a mid-series refresh for the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X, and, um, you know, like, let's say for the Series S that they just make it silver or something, and it's a little bit faster. And then for the X, if they would please make it smaller, because I don't want the mini fridge shape anymore. And if they shorten that size, to like, let's say they made it, uh, a digital console only, so there's no disk drive. Fine, I don't care. But if they made it like the size of a Series S, I would be so happy with that because yeah. I just, I, I just don't like the fact that it's like a little tiny little mini fridge. And yeah, um, the the few pictures I've seen, I don't know if they're just mockups online, show the white Series X basically next to the regular Series X, and the only difference is it's a little bit shorter. Hmm. They didn't look like it was any smaller in any other way. I, would, I don't know. I would want it to be thinner. Just like me, I want it to be thinner. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, no, if they that's something that they could do is if they made, you know, a smaller but equally powerful Series X and let's say they made it white, sure, whatever, don't care. But just the size, the form factor, that's what I'm concerned about. And then they right. could release, you know, kind of like what we're talking about the Xbox series M, you know, where it's like a mobile console and, you know, it could be like the, the ROG, the, the Republic of gaming. And, um, you know, it could be like their one, you know, where it doesn't hurt your fingers cause it's awkward, but <laughs> you know, I would, I would get on board with that. I would get it, you know, especially if they offered more than just the games on game pass. Like if they said, Oh, well, especially if they would copy your library, if they said well, that, I just want it to be able to take, say, like I have the, what is it, the card that you plug into the back of your Series X to give you another terabyte of memory, mm. the memory card. If I can take that out of my Xbox and plug it directly into my portable, and all my games are right there like that, already downloaded, man, that'd be awesome. Because you don't have to I sit there and wait to re-download it, re-let download that game onto another system. You could just go, boop, there we go. I've got all my games with me. <laughs> I feel like that'd be too awkward and too big. Cause that thing's huge. That, that little slide, uh, drive. It's not thing. big at all, dude. It's tiny. I've, it's, it, it's like 
thumbstick size almost. It's not big at all. <laughs> yes, but enough about me. About this storage drive. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess it'd be fine. But um, I would. My main thing is if they made the Xbox Series M, the handheld console, and um, they were to say, oh, you know, any games that the S or that the Series S or the Series X can play, this can also play. Oh, and yeah. If if it had it to where, you know, if you downloaded it, then you still had a copy of that for that console, I would sold, sold. If yeah, because I've got like 70 games on my Series X right now. And if I could play those same 70 games on a mobile one, done, 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 done. Give it. I'll give you my money. Here's my credit card. Let me read my <laughs> credit card off to you right now. Take my money. Right. Because while I you're mean, at it, go ahead and buy me one. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, we need the consoles to be able to talk about them, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This is a work expense yeah, that we're we paying for. Right or better yet, we will promote it really heavily in Xbox. You just send us one to try out. <laughs> for real. To keep, though. To keep. Sure. I mean, when they come out with the next generation, I'll send this one back. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would love any portable versions of these consoles. And considering that they're making the Switch 2... I mean, they already made an OLED version of the Switch, which right. if you're unfamiliar, OLED is basically just a really awesome screen that's oh, just yeah. like crystal clear. So they they already made like, you could consider that a mid-series refresh, but for them to make a Switch too, I'm hoping that comes with an OLED screen as well. And um, that would also be something to keep for if PlayStation was to try to make another handheld console or Xbox was to try to make a handheld console, the fact that you could dock it and play it there. So like, let's say, you know, you don't slide off the controls like you would with a switch, but if you could pair it to, if you could pair it with Bluetooth to a regular controller and play on the TV and, you know, play it as a regular console, Hey, that'd be awesome because then you don't need to have, like, let's say you have a house with kids. You don't need to have, two or three Xbox series X's or S's. You could have like a series S in one room, a series X in one room and a series M that you carry around and you can dock. And then boom, you've got three Xboxes that can all play the same game. That'd be awesome. Yeah, dude, Xbox hire me. I've got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to comment and subscribe. You can also check the links down below to see the video for the Nintendo Direct that we're talking about, as well as the links to all our socials and our website, which includes all the articles we've written and upcoming game releases. And the merch you can, store. You can get shirts like this. Yes, I'm not currently stickers. wearing one, but, no, but we definitely well, I've got mine do have the merch there. Stickers. You can buy stickers. What else we got? I forgot. Hats and... Hats, coffee mugs, all kinds mugs, of stuff. All kinds of cool stuff there. And yes, doing that definitely supports us and helps us grow. So, but uh, definitely like and subscribe because that helps us grow as well. That helps us get up the algorithm. And yep. plus, on top of that, when we get to 50 subscribers, we're going to start giving stuff away. So, definitely do that. Definitely stay tuned for that. It doesn't cost anything to subscribe, just a click. So, go ahead and do yep. that, please. And, and leave comments. We really appreciate it. It'll help us hopefully build a better show. And yeah, we love we, to hear from a community that we'd like to see build as well. Uh, we appreciate yes. the people that listened to this last, last podcast we did and the comments that y'all left. We appreciate all of that. 
Thanks very much. And we do read all of them. Yes. And we do, we do respond to it. We do try to be interactive. So all that being said, you guys are awesome. Peace. Thanks for listening. Bye.